You're listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Welcome to another edition of Live from My Mother's Basement with yours truly, comedian Mike Marino. And tonight I got a special guest who made an entire trip all the way from the Jersey Shore up here north to the Scotch Plains. Actor, singer, Arthur Colombino's with us tonight. And as you can see, both wearing masks that say, Make America Italian Again, not because we are afraid of COVID. We've both been checked for COVID. We are negative. We're wearing them because I sell them. Thank you very much. What's happening, Arthur Colombino? Thank you so much for coming down and hanging out. This is fucking badass. Thanks, man. Arthur was telling me just a little while ago, it's okay for me to call him Artie. Yeah, everybody calls me Artie. Everybody calls him Artie. Now, I know him 20 years. I've never called him Artie. Yeah, I changed it this morning. <laughs> That's just not right. I'm friends with the guy all this time, and I'm calling him Arthur. And one of the reasons why I like calling him Arthur is because... <clears throat> how many people remember this? Arthur? Arthur! Name the movie. I just thought I was doing great with you. Yes. Yeah, yeah you did that great. Don't you just love Perry's wife? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a great movie. Arthur's amazing. What yeah. the hell was the name of that movie? Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. With Dudley Moore. Dudley Moore. And, Dudley yeah. Moore. And, and uh, what's it? Sir John Gielgud, who was yes. Hobson. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, amazing. amazing. Around the park, Hobson, around the park. I love when he goes, remember when he goes to uh, meet Susan for the first time, and the father-in-law's there. And he goes, and he, there's that big moose in the background, and, he, and he's just, he's wasted, and he's sitting there, and he goes, he goes, oh, why don't you get this moose? And he goes, will you stop enough about the moose for a moment? He's trying to get him. One of the greatest movies. I don't know how we swung into that topic, but if you haven't seen this movie, uh, <laughs> it's called random. Arthur, and uh, it, it also has a famous song that came out that year, too. Christopher Cross. Christopher Cross, yeah. and the song was, if you something, something, moon in New York City. Yeah. What, what's the name of the song? If You Get Lost Between the Moon and New York City. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay, well, I think one of my favorite scenes at, in that movie is towards the end, when the father-in-law comes to kill him, and he's sitting there, and there's a knife, and he takes it out of the cheese. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> I do it. He goes, do you think you Does he want a piece of cheese? Yeah. He's taking the knife out of the cheese. <laughs> you think he wants some cheese? That's a great... That, uh, that whole movie I love. Fucking great movie. Great writing. I don't even know how we got on this topic, but I could talk about that movie all night long. Plus, I think you mentioned... Mm. Uh, one of the scenes that I liked when he was sitting there with the hooker. And that girl oh. who plays the hooker, she was in a lot of movies too. I don't remember her name. Yeah, I'm trying to think who that was. Um, well, we could say it was Liza Minnelli, but it wasn't. No, Liza Minnelli was the lead actress, <laughs> but the other girl was sitting there, and she go, and I don't know what he said. He goes, you're a hooker? Oh, yeah, in the restaurant. That's I right. thought I was doing good. <laughs> he goes, you're a hooker? Yeah. I just thought I was doing great with you, that's all. Yeah. All right, well, hey, great movie. I think we just plugged the movie that uh, a lot of people are going to need to go see. Thank you, everybody, for writing in. We're going to have question and answer in about 20 minutes to a half hour. There's some of my friends, the Uncle Louie Variety Show. Thank you so much for saying hello, guys. We miss you. We love you. We hope the tours start up again, and we get back out on tour and making people laugh, especially Arthur or Artie, who's going to get back out on tour making some music. And we're going to talk all about where he's going and what he's doing in just a second. When Artie came down to the basement a little while ago, uh, we were watching the news, as I always do. I like to get a topic that we could talk about. And uh, we were watching what's going on on The Bachelor. <laughs> now, uh, I'm a bachelor. A lot of people know that. We've talked about that before. I'm a single guy. In fact, when I was doing my morning walk with Mike this morning, somebody was asking me, why are you single? That's a red flag. What's wrong with you? And I'm like, why is there something wrong with me because I'm single? How about there's something right with me? I'm single because I don't settle for the baggage that I don't need to have. <laughs> and I said that because we were watching The Bachelor. Yes. And on The Bachelor, one of their romantic things was to jump out of a perfectly good airplane with this guy and girl, mm -hmm. they put their arms around each other, they jump out of the airplane, and they fall to the ground with a parachute. And of course her parachute didn't work correctly, so she hit the ground hard. 
in my opinion, not hard enough because that show is insane. But yeah, it, to to have this stuff set up where they actually come together because she actually slams herself into the ground to make the relationship better because he shows he actually cares about her only when she hits her head. It's a little, you know. Well, in my opinion, it's a red flag when you're on a dating show and the producer says, here's what we're going to do. You're going to jump out of that plane with your arms around him and there's a chance that uh, parachute won't open. But if it does open, you win. <laughs> they hit the ground. And fell all over each other. Yeah. Yeah. And it was hard. Very, and it was very romantic. Very romantic. I've had some romantic moments in my life, but it never caused injury. It's the unromantic moments that caused the injury. <laughs> like divorce. But I wouldn't know. Oh, I would. Oh, well, we can mention that if you want. <laughs> Do you want to? Oh, I don't care. We don't have to go through that because... Your wife is, was, was celebrity. Yes, still sort of is, yeah. Can we bring that up? Yeah, I don't care. Okay, cool. I got a celebrity talking about an ex-celebrity on my show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Arthur and I, Artie, met in 2007. 2007, 2007. Yes. Now, we knew of each other's career, but I didn't know him personally. So Artie came down to my show at the Paramount Theater. Correct, the Paramount Theater. Yep. Because at that time, yeah, I, well, well, you were you were married. Yeah, I was married at that time. Yes, he said. It. See how I give it to him? Yeah, yeah. And and we were doing stuff together, like films and all those other things. And there was a something. Who I, I think I didn't. I I presented an award or something at one of the film festivals. After, That's right. Yeah. To you. Garden State Film Festival. Right. It was one of those, yeah. Hoboken Film Festival, or one of those. It was one of those. Garden State. Garden State, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. At the Paramount. Mm -hmm. But Artie was involved with the host of my show at that time. Mm -hmm. And the host of the show at that time was on As the World Turns. Correct, yeah. My ex-wife was on As the World Turns for, I think, 14, to 14 years, and then one of the other shows for like two years. Holy mackerel. Yeah. So am I allowed to say who, who she was? Yeah. It was Terry Colombino. She was on As the World Turns for 14 years. I don't know how long she was on the show when she came to host my show. Yeah, she was already on for I, I, about 10 years at that point. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, she was oh, on for about 10 years smoke. at that point. Yeah. It was a great night. 1,500 people came to see the show. We put Terry on stage as the host of the show because she was on As the World Turns. And uh, if you remember, we were backstage with Danny Aiello. Yes. Yes, we and were. We were all taking pictures, having fun, laughing, joking. And Arthur, or Artie, and I remained friends ever since. I never spoke to Terry again. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. But, um, no, but you're, I remember meeting you the first time. I remember it exactly because I didn't know anything about you. I knew your name. I knew who you were. I knew about your work and stuff like that. And, and then I watched your routine for the first time. And I was enamored on just how great your timing was and... Thank how you. naturally funny Thank you. you were without trying to be funny. You were just funny. And I, I loved it because the, the humor, I, I took a lot from it, the Italian stuff. The, uh, you know, it was just, it was great. So I, I, but then we talked afterwards and we hit it off. So uh, after that, for a few times I saw you after that, it was always a, a symbiont thing. So I yeah. was like that. And now here we are all this time later and we're doing this little live broadcast and we're having some fun. But I do remember that night and I do remember we... Uh, Stayed in touch for a long time, and now here we are down in the basement. We were watching the TV tonight, too, all about all the stuff that's going on in the news. And I watched that whole hocus-pocus bullshit about The Bachelor. And I would like to be part of The Bachelor someday. They should do Bachelor 50s. Yeah, I, I'd be into it. I'm almost there, man. <laughs> I am almost there. I would do it. I, I actually got asked to do it. It's funny. I got asked to do The Bachelor in... Um, after I got divorced, 2010, one of the producers called uh, because there was things going on. I had a, a, an album coming out, and they found out somehow that I used to date Katie Holmes. So Access Hollywood did this whole spot on my album coming out and how I did kill him. And I, I felt stupid about it because I'm like, I didn't want to talk about that. I thought it was ridiculous, you know. But at the same time, they're like, listen, you'd be a great candidate for this thing. You'd be great. And I was like, I was like, no, I got, you know, I was like, I have a kid. I don't want to see me with all these, you know, women on the thing. You know, it'd be a different story if it was another time. But I didn't think it was respectful, you know. But now she's older. 
she's probably out there right now. I um, don't worry. And uh, I can't think of who it is. <laughs> so Katie Holmes. Uh, Tom Cruise's ex-wife. Oh no shit! Yeah. Uh, guys, um, we're here by ourselves tonight. Nobody else is in the basement. And uh, wow, so you dated Katie Holmes? Yeah, short period of time in uh, 2000, I believe it was. It was right. It was right before. It was the year before I met my ex-wife. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Wow, look at you. Well, my my it, it, what a stud on the show. Oh yeah, no, not really. Uh, I mean, you, you know what? It's funny when you. When you realize, I look back, like even when I, there was a lot of people involved with my management company and, and my agent. So there were there were people like that all the time that were there. But I wound up meeting her in a restaurant. But my manager's office, when I go in there every day, all through the 90s, beginning of 2000s, and Halle Berry was his main client. So I would see. Well, wait a minute, you're talking about Vince. Vince Sorrentione. Vince Sorrentione. Right. Holy that was, shit. You knew Vince? Yeah, that was my manager for 17 years. No shit. Yep. Mm -hmm. And yeah, because yeah, he was famous for Halle Berry and, and Bradley Cooper. Oh, no kidding. He had yeah. Bradley Who Cooper. I knew very well. He, was, he became a very close friend of mine back in the late 90s because when he came to New York, he didn't really you know, know that many people here. And Vince used to be like, take Bradley out with you. Take Bradley. I was like, all right. He was kind of quiet back then. Talented kid. I thought he was great. Um, always had really good ideas. We did a play together actually called Doughboys. But. Um, about two World War II soldiers sitting in a foxhole. But yeah, but all the people that were involved in that whole thing, always sitting and talking together, was only like these big time celebrities. I was always like, nobody knew who I was, you know, at that time. I didn't. It was great though. They were great. Holy shit. Yeah. Bradley Cooper. We got to get him to come down to the basement. Yeah, he loves food. So I remember that. I it's know where to get food. We always got food interruptions on this <laughs> show. There's always a food interruption. So Bradley Cooper, man, you've really been around some uh, major celebrities. Yeah, I mean, you know what? They even like celebrities that are friends and things like that that you you meet and then all of a sudden they become your friends and it's like total normalcy. Like people were, um, you know, you think so so much of a certain people, you know, because you see them all the time. But I remember distinctly. I'm not going to name certain names, but one of my close friends was really good friends with uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan wind up coming over to me and my ex-wife's house a few times and just going you know, like going to shows together, going out to dinner together. Meanwhile, every single person in the entire place is staring at him because he's at the time he just did it was just filming like the notebook, I think it was. And everybody was just like <sighs> and he almost felt bad because everyone's just looking at him, not even eating. So things like that are just uh crazy. But he was the most down to earth, normal guy. Uh, talented as hell, actually played guitar and, and sang and, and did a lot of things that, you know, I didn't even know about. But, yeah, I've been around some pretty big people, I guess. Yeah, I've been around a lot of big people, too. And usually when everybody's staring at me at the party, I feel really bad, too. But I'm usually eating the number four sandwich from Hero King, and that's why they're staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Holy shit, man. That is some powerful stuff. Now, whatever happened to Vince Cerenci Young? We're talking about a manager... In Los Angeles, I only knew him from when he was out in Los Angeles. I didn't know if he was. I in lived New York. there. I lived. I met him in New York. I, I actually met him. I made an. I found out about him. I read an article that he was handling this new actress, Halle Berry, and it was in the Daily News because I was watching, reading something on the Yankees, and it's like talking about Halle Berry and all this stuff. And I was like, oh wow! And it said his address at three hundred West Fifty Fifth, and I said, hmm. I was eighteen at the time, so I showed up at his office. And I went upstairs. They buzzed me up. I said, I had an appointment. I went in. They said, oh, I said, hey, I'm Arthur Colombino. I'm here. I have an appointment with Vince. They said, okay, great. So I'm sitting there, sitting there, like, oh, um, you know, sorry, we, we don't we don't see something. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, you guys called to confirm yesterday. And I'm like, no, we don't see anything. And then in the background, I hear, ha, 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 And I like this big laugh. And I'm like, what's that? And it was Vince. And he's like, he comes out. He, Vince was very short. Comes out. He goes, hey, hey, what, what's your name? What's your name? And I go, Arthur, he goes, oh, Arthur, Arthur, was our big joke between us, he used to say my name twice all the time, um, and so he, can't, he comes in, and he goes, listen, I, I, I hear what you're doing, I love it, I want you to come here tomorrow and do two monologues for me, and if they're good, I'm going to sign you, and that's exactly what happened, so that's how, I, that's how I met him, and that's how that whole thing started, and then when he moved and opened his office in Los Angeles, he begged me to come there, so there was one earlier time when I went for a very short period of time and moved there, 
I was too young. I wasn't into it. I was like, I love New York too much. I was living in Manhattan at the time, which I was in love with. But and L.A. kind of freaked me out a little bit. It wasn't the same thing for me. So I moved back home. And then as I was working here and got involved, that's when I got really involved in music and all that stuff. Years later, I wound up following him to Los Angeles and getting a place there and then staying there for a while. Is he still around? Uh, you didn't hear, did you? No. <laughs> he, I, he, he I was, was afraid to ask yeah, that question. Yeah, he, he, unfortunately, I heard um, through two people that were with him as well, he got caught up in the whole Me Too thing where he was being accused of... Oh, yeah, no, I didn't hear that yeah, part. I didn't say he passed away. Let, no, no, he's around, but he's he's in, oh. supposedly, yeah, unfortunately. So I got, he, he got in trouble for uh, got, doing something. Doing something, oh, right. Okay. Right, yep. Well, yep. so this legendary uh, manager slash agent slash producer out in Hollywood from New York, Vince Cerencione, got uh, busted for uh, doing something he wasn't supposed, supposed to, to do. do. We won't get into it, but they probably were hoping maybe they would have got him to jump out of a plane with a parachute. <laughs> On The Bachelor. On The Bachelor. And just let it go, let it open. <laughs> Fucking crash. Well, not let it open at all. All right, well, that's interesting. If, if uh, people know about uh, Hollywood managers and agents, it's just like you see in the movies. They love you on Monday, and they forget your name on a Wednesday. But if you bring them tons of money, they're your best friends That's until right. you don't work at all. And everything changes constantly. And uh, so sometimes some of them get what they deserve. Yeah, agreed. He probably got what he deserved. You do something stupid and you deserve to pay for it. Yes. You mess around. See, this is the real rule of thumb. Just because you have some power, you shouldn't be able to do, uh, think you could do certain things. We won't get into it because this is a happy show. But I can tell you right now... <laughs> If I ever had a sister and somebody touched my sister or did something with my sister in a way they weren't supposed to do it, he would not be brought up on charges of anything. I kicked the fucking shit out of him myself. That's right. And that's not martial law, that's Marino law. That's right. That's the way it's supposed that's to right. be. That's right. That's the way it should be. Look at all the craziness that's going on in the world right now. We're from New Jersey, so I don't know about you, but one of my favorite singers is Bruce Springsteen. Are you a Springsteen fan? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would say my brother's a huge Springsteen fan. I, I love some of his stuff. I love his solo stuff more than, like... Uh, the E Street Band? He, he gets too political for me now. It's like, I, yeah. I, I, oh, no, I like E Street Band. I like old school Bruce yeah, Springsteen. Yeah, Born Blue to Run. Collar, yeah, yeah, Born to Run and all that stuff is fantastic. Thunder Road. Yeah, those are all the, the good stuff. Well, now he's in the news because he got a DUI. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. that's what we were watching. They arrested him, and, uh, you know, I guess everybody's got to do what they're supposed to do, but I would not want to be the cop that arrested Bruce Springsteen for being under no. the influence. Sorry. Somebody deserves a pass just every once in a while. I mean, come on. I said he had a parachute on. <laughs> Too bad he didn't fly into the stone pony on a, with, a, with a parachute, but... I mean, how do you look at the boss straight in the face and say, uh, listen, you're going to have to step out of the car, spin around a couple times, and we're going to put these cups on you and take you downtown? Oh I mean, God. come on. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? That's Yeah, that's crazy. Imagine that. Drive him home. Give him a cup of coffee. Maybe you'll get an autograph. Is he in big trouble? Did they say he was I in? don't know. Yeah, we, didn't, gotta, we didn't see the whole yeah, thing, but they put him in the news. Now he's going to look like uh, God knows what. And then before you know it, they're going to call Bruce Springsteen and Bon Jovi and say, can you do a charity to save money, to raise money for all the COVID bullshit that went on in the world? Yeah, exactly. Right? And yeah, and like something for AA or something. They'll have to raise money for alcohol awareness. That well, hey, listen, if they do do that, hopefully you and I will be lucky. Mm -hmm. I'll host a show and you play in one of the bands. Sounds good to me. Or you bring on your own band. I'm in. And uh, so what do you think about, uh, in the news also tonight, they're saying that they're going to let 10% of people into Madison Square Garden starting tomorrow. I don't know if it's tomorrow or today. Today. Yep, but 10% of people, 2,000 people are allowed to go watch a basketball game. Now, quite honestly, I felt good seeing that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we need people back in games, you know. Yankee Stadium, you know, can't. I mean, we're gonna have three people, you know, there. If they're vaccinated, just let them go. Yeah. Well, no, they're saying they're gonna have vaccinated people, proof of their vaccination, and they're also gonna test people on their way in twice. Twice. Yeah. In case one nostril don't work, they jots <laughs> the other one. And also, theaters start opening up on Friday. Right. Movie theaters. And they're allowing 
25 percent it just makes you wonder like who comes up with this shit is there a bunch of guys somewhere going we should have a podcast about how we can come up with how many people could go in at one time twenty-five percent in what a three hundred seat theater watching what movie, and then before you know it, somebody's going to be complaining. I can't believe they let twenty-five percent people in to watch movie A when they only let ten percent in to watch movie B. This is some bullshit. Yeah, it's 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 messed up. It doesn't make sense. What doesn't make sense to me? Here's here's what's crazy is that even if you let ten percent of the people into the games, or uh, or let's say they let twenty-five percent into these movies, okay. The, if they all have masks on, I don't. You could have a hundred people in there. You could have two hundred people. It's recycled air. So if it's recycled air, you could have one person in there, and, and everybody would get it if they have it. But if they're all vaccinated, what's the difference if it's recycled air? I don't know. It, it just it, it it blows my mind. Yeah. Well, I also saw in the news tonight too that people who are fifty five to sixty five can get the vaccine in these three months. 65 to 75 can get it in that month. Uh, 85 to 95 get it in that month. I mean, they're really just making up some crazy shit, which is going to be great comedy for somebody like myself because eventually I'm going to be making fun of all of this shit and having <laughs> myself a good time because eventually they'll let people back into a comedy club so that we can let you laugh a little, get healthy, and exhale. Yeah, uh, hey, I'm all for it. I, I've had enough of this. I'm... I'm this is the most isolated I think anybody would feel. It's bullshit. And then yeah. they also they had uh, on the View. We were watching the girl Megan uh, McKay. Oh this yeah, girl the, on the View. Uh, uh, yeah, McCain. Isn't that John McCain's daughter? Is it McCain? Yeah, it's McCain. 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 Mm-hmm. Megan McCain says that she don't believe anything uh, Fauci says because he's full of shit and he don't know what he's talking about. Right. Basically, yeah. Yeah, and and she has the voice. She is the voice of America. That's what she said. She's the voice of America. No, she ain't the fucking voice of shit. I'm the voice of America. The guy's <laughs> Italian. Maybe he knows exactly what he's doing. I mean, we got to believe in scientists. You can't believe in a blonde, blue-eyed talk show host. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not into it. I think she's the the host of. I'm not even gonna say it, but yeah, she's the host of propaganda and bullshit. Now speaking of health. And getting people in shape. What have you been doing? Eating a lot. Great. A lot. No, I, his I, last I, name's Colombino. He's eating. I am eating. No, I I do I, I do stuff in the morning. I like old school, like the old Rocky films. I do. I lift like <laughs> I do. I, my whole garage. I haven't gone to the gym gym because everyone's all paranoid. So I have my garage set up. All free weights. All like I have a heavy bag in there. I have a speed bag in there, and I have have I have um, dumbbells from. 20s to 100s and i just do all old school stuff and i do some of the bands now too because my shoulders feel like they're gonna fall off so but i've been doing it i've been doing it in the mornings it's freezing cold in there but you know i mean it feels good yeah i I do the band i stretch with the band and i put it back in there and go take a hot shower so as a performer you've been shut down for quite some time Mm -hmm. what's it look like for the arthur colombino band well that's your website right yeah Mm mm-hmm uh, you know what? It's it, it, right now. I think it's a matter of uh, my ma- my management company uh, is, is Spire, uh, and we've been talking about a lot of ideas for music licensing. So I've been taking advantage of this time by writing a lot of new songs, recording them. I have a studio at, at the house, so I've been recording, uh, releasing things here and there, and trying to shop them to film and television. So, because because we're not sure when we're going to be able to go play out and do things, and and to be honest with you, I mean that would be obviously everybody's dream is to just when you play and you perform is to go out and play live, play in front of people, play off that energy of the audience. But if you don't you don't you can't do that right now. The closest thing is being able to write and try to contribute to something to a show, some kind of content. So one of the biggest things we're talking about is creating content, whether it's. The stuff that I write uh, script-wise with my partner Sean Modica, or um, you know, or or music, or been auditioning, all the, all those kind of things, you know. Anything yeah, but there's kind. just nothing going to top the feeling of getting in front of a live audience, going wild, nothing. getting crazy, having people yell, scream, and cheer, making all that great money, doing all that cocaine backstage before <laughs> you walk out on stage. I know I never did none of that shit. <laughs> But I have a couple of shows coming up, and they're doing it at 25%, and it really, really sucks. But at least we get to get back in the game and uh, get Absolutely. on stage and get those endorphins back in my body. And I hope I get to share the stage with you and uh, open up to, for man. the band. 
Maybe you let me to. play the drums in a couple of songs. Are you kidding? Of course. One of the reasons why I asked about the health and fitness is because a lot of people have been coming out me lately about some things that, that you can do to get healthy. There's a young lady in Westfield. She has a company called Stern Fitness, and mm -hmm. her name is Lori Sternberg. And she's from the South. She does this whole thing. Hi, y'all. And you go down there and you lift weights. Now, I uh, am in a pandemic, so I can't afford to go do this right now. But I would like to uh, go see somebody that helps you work out because they're inspiring. Especially yeah. when you get a, you know, let's be honest, you got a hot looking chick going, do 10 more. You're like, no fucking problem, baby. <laughs> right? Then you go home, you're like, my body hurts. And your body hurts really, really bad because, you know, I'm 15 years old. And I, after I work out, I just want to go take a shower. Yeah. But some of my friends are in the health and wellness business, which is a topic that a lot of people like to talk about, of course, whether it's a drink, whether it's a, a meal like some of these, I don't know, crazy bowl, shake your bowl, have a bowl, there's shit in your bowl. I don't even know what it's called. But there, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot. Look what's in your bowl. Have a little bit of a bowl. I have a bowl. It's got weed in it, and I suck on it, and I get high. That's my shit right there. <laughs> But I have a friend who's a chiropractor, and he uh, he comes over every once in a while and gives me a nice adjustment. Mm. And when you know he knows these weird things about you when he grabs you with the adjustment. Yeah. Like so, he gives me an adjustment and says, "Yeah, your back is out. That's why you're walking on an angle, right?" Yeah. Then one time he adjusted my neck, and he goes, "This is why you got a headache because you this is out over here." And then he grabs my arm and he sticks his thumb right here on the arm. And he goes, yeah, you got a pain right there? I'm like, fuck yeah, and he hurt my arm. It hurt really, really bad. He squeezed it really bad. He goes, yeah, you've been masturbating too much. <laughs> I'm saying to myself, what, what? And he goes, yeah, because this little thing over here, if you press it and it hurts, it's because you're going like this with your hand, and that's not the right type of thing. So, you know, you, you, should, you should stop being such a jerk-off, <laughs> is what he said. And I, I was just like blown away. They have machines away. for that now. A jerk-off machine? Yeah, they have <laughs> things for that now. That's the new age. Well, I'm actually not making this up. And then he introduces me to a friend, and he wants me to go over to his friend's place of business and try one of these acupuncture-type things and uh, a, a chamber where you go in there and you sleep. He's calling it a barometric chamber, if I'm saying this correctly. I don't know. We're gonna I, take I think it, it's called We're going to take questions. Hyperbaric? Uh, yeah, yeah. Hyperdrome, hyper this, somebody's drone, in you, in the tube, take a tube, get a tan. You get a tan while you get the vaccine. Uh, I think I'm going to try it. It's another <laughs> another place in Westfield. It's owned by this guy, Andy Rosenfarp. I don't know if I could trust a doctor named Andy Rosenfarp, because you know I'm a comedian. I'm going to say fart. And if they adjust me the right way, I'm going to fart, because that's what you do. <laughs> AccuVisionAcupuncture.com. Nice. Now, I want to go in there, and I want to try this out, and I'm going to go in there with my little instant camera. I'm going to do this on one of my morning walks, mm -hmm. and we'll see what I do when I come out there. There is uh Can I come? Yeah, if you want to go. Yeah, we I might as well go together. Go this way, you can film me. Journey. I'll film you. All right. And if anything happens to me, you can call 911. Okay. You know what I would really like? If the chiropractor grabs your arm and finds out if you're a jerk-off, too. I would really like... I want to see how many jerk-offs are in this guy's It would probably turn out like, correct, yes. <laughs> I, I don't want to say, but I took him to church, and I, he looked at the priest, and I looked at the priest, and I said, do you adjust him? And he looked at me and said, yes. I'm like, I don't want to know the answer. <laughs> but but that's, that's what happened. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to go to this place, and we're going to find out if uh, AccuVisionAcupuncture.com is the right thing for us and my aches and pains on my body. Um, and so now we're going to take in some questions. I got some questions already for Arthur. But if anybody wants to know what I'm talking about when it comes to the hyperbaric chamber, mm -hmm. is that right? Hyperbaric. Hyper, I don't yeah. like the word chamber. It sounds like I'm going to get whipped in the ass by a hot-looking chick. Well, you know what? I think I would like that. Maybe they have that in the back room. Well, I'm not going to do that. So that I would I, do. That I would do. <laughs> I'm a jerk-off. i got to do these things. <laughs> We're drinking beer. We're having some fun. We're down in the basement. We're drinking Miller High Life. We're hanging around with singer-actor Arthur Colombino. And we're going to have some food by our special caterer who comes here all the time. So, anybody, why don't we have some questions right now for Arthur. Arthur, right now they're asking you if you have any CDs that they can purchase and listen to you. And that question's coming from Jim Mulcahy, who comes to a lot of my shows. He's coming to the uh, Count Basie for the 930 nice. show on March 20. So, 
Hey, Do Jim. you? And how could they get in touch with you? Yeah, hey, Jim. How how are you? Good to uh, good to see you over here. Um, yeah, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, everything. I have uh, I think there's six or seven albums on there now. Uh, the newest release was about two and a half weeks ago, um, and yeah, so. It's all on there. Anything you need, just contact me. Um, I have my Instagram, Facebook, Arthur Colombino, Arthur Colombino Band, anything like that. I, uh, I'd be happy to uh, you know, hook you up with whatever you need. So, yeah, that's the easiest way to get everything. And you get a nice little shout-out from Bridget Riviera Hoffman. She said, Artie, somebody you know? Yeah. Say hello. Hey, <laughs> what's up, Bridget? I was supposed to have dinner with her and her husband. Her husband was a friend of mine from high school, Fred, who's, a, who's one of the best chefs. In fact, I want to talk, do, do something with food. He's uh, the head chef over at the, what is it, uh, on, is that uh, in Weehawken or West, what's the one on the water? It's called the, the pier? Uh, it, yeah, Chart House, that's it. The Chart House, he's the head chef there. So, I guess, thanks for reaching out. I would love to have dinner with you guys. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Hi, Bridget. How you doing? Jim, nice for writing in. And where in Westfield is the address for AccuVision Acupuncture? Uh, the address is... Uh... Poor guys, they have fun talking to each other, but when I ask them a question, nobody, everybody fucking ignores them. 332 South Avenue. <laughs> 332 South Avenue. Nobody's here. It's an iCloud. Um, 332 South Avenue in Westfield, you can get a chiropractor adjustment down there. You could find out about the hyperbaric chambers. Mm -hmm. You could find out about acupuncture, and you could find out if you're a jerk off. I wish this audience would pay more attention to what's going on behind the bar. <laughs> and a lot of people asking us now if we're going to drink any shots of Zambuca. Hey, Artie, is that the black blood you're drinking? Uh, the black blood. It is uh, it's a glass of wine. Yeah, it's a glass of wine. I yeah, it's a glass of wine. I usually uh, I was telling you before I'm a, a Scotch and vodka guy, but I, I do have to drive. It's getting a question: so. Is that black blood <laughs> from Jeff O'Brien, an Irish guy? Go figure. Oh, oh, wait a second. You, you know, know him? I, yeah, I know this guy. The, yeah, they, they the the thuggy cult that they uh, from uh, what is it? Um, Indiana Jones Temple of Doom. Oh, that's, is that right? That's, yeah, He's this a is the, of yeah. If you if you drink blood, you'll you know, you won't wake up from the black sleep. That's what it is. Here comes another question. Hi, Arlene. Arlene, Arthur is a singer and an actor. Arlene is a booker, and she puts together high-end shows. And we wish Arlene. you all the best, and we all get back to work again. Dixie from Texas wants to know. We're here in 80 degrees here in Texas, thank God. The year is saying to 2020, hold my beer and showing up with different weird stuff. Uh, what was that? I don't know, but type that again, Dixie. <laughs> Mike, will you ever do a show in Michigan? Uh, well, uh, I don't know. You got any Michigan bookings? I don't have any bookings well, actually, in Michigan. Actually, one of the offices for um, my manager is in that area. They have Chicago, L.A. in here, but they book through that whole area, so if you, you need to get out there. Okay, then. John, looks like I'm going to be coming to Michigan. We do have a lot of shows lined up, thank God, in the month of March, April, and May. Mostly here on the East Coast, but some Vegas and some Florida. But maybe, me and Arthur, we're going to bond up and see if we can't make some shit happen. And we're going to get ourselves out to Michigan. Hold on for Instagram. Hey, it's the Italian guy who can't stand the fucking show. Here he comes. 90% <laughs> of Italian Americans don't know Italian. And that's a fact. There are like five generations in Ita generations Italians. There are just an embarrassment. Your food crap is no Italian. It's just American. Hey, Gigi, thank you so much for writing that in. I want to tell you how much I love when you write into the show. Because I have fun and you make enemies. You're a great Italian fellow. I love the big shout out to my paisans. And you're not in Italy. I heard you're fucking in Pennsylvania. So it's nice to see you. Keep, on those, keep those cards and letters coming. Could you imagine somebody actually has the audacity to tell Italians in New Jersey what we're really like when our parents actually come from Italy? Pay attention. Could you really be that stupid? I just got done sticking up for Fauci because some girl made fun of him on our talk show. Do you watch anything? 
You know why when we go to different countries we speak Italian? Because when you come here, we want you to speak English. <laughs> Take your time. That didn't make any sense. All right. <laughs> hey, Art, tell Mike he has to try mom's eggplant. Hold on a minute. I have to try his mother's eggplant, my, yeah. Italy guy. Yeah, my mother's eggplant's amazing. And her, her mother taught it to her. She's from Bari on the East Coast. Um, yeah, and... The East Coast, I don't know, you've been there. I love, I'm a Positano fan. I love the, that part of the... Positano, Gigi. Positano. <laughs> Look at everybody's telling me I should block him. Why? He's fun. He's probably a girl. I don't even know if it's a guy. Gigi, maybe it's a girl. I heard he worked at Krausers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, he's right about the my, my mom's eggplant is the best. The best. Thin. You know what? Why don't we do what we're supposed to do at this portion of the show mm. while our Italian friend Gigi is complaining about the Italians here in New Jersey? And that would be eat food during the show. Oh, my God. There's a knock at the door. We were really hoping that Johnny Salami would show up and bring us some number four sandwiches. The number four sandwich is gabagool, pressed ham, cheese, tomatoes, and uh, gabagool. <laughs> oh my goodness! Holy! Just like that, the, I can smell his cologne. I can't even smell the cheese. I, I smell. I smell gabagool. Uh, how's that for service, Gigi? He flew in from Italy. Hi, Pammy Pam. We're gonna eat now. Um. Uh, every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock when we come down the basement to have some fun and, and bring some uh, fun into people's lives, uh, one of my sponsors who's been doing this with me for years and years and years is Hero Kings of Nutley, New Jersey. And the lovely Johnny Salami came in just for a few seconds and gave us some sandwiches. So we're having some sandwiches. You know I love to eat on the show. Uh, Arthur's having black wine or whatever he called it. He got it that from Johnny blood, Salami it's, it's too. It's the blood of Mogadam. It's the blood of some shit. Yeah. Uh, the sandwiches are the number four. And uh, there's ham, gabagool, salami, and all the other healthy things that make you go to Westfield to a uh, hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> when you want to get acupuncture... <laughs> Wait a minute, let me do my commercial. When you want to get acupuncture, when you want to get an adjustment, when you want to go into a hyperbaric chamber, you need to go to AccuVision and Acupuncture.com. But before you go there, have a number four from Hero Kings of Nutley. And when you go in there and you start to fart and he grabs your arm, you're a jerk off. <laughs> How's that for being Italian, Gigi? <laughs> All right, buon appetit, guys. Okay. Um... Right now, Eddie Sessa is saying hello. He's a fellow uh, singer. Oh, hey, Eddie. Have a How sandwich. are you? Look at this. I get, I get treated like a king here. It's my favorite. Anything gabagool and lettuce and dracar. What did you say? Look at that. Look at that sandwich. Look how thick it is. Hey, Gigi. You know, this ain't Italian. This is Jersey. In your ass. <laughs> On the show, you like to eat. You know, it's, it's questions. That's a statement. Mm. Hello, Audie. Eddie Sess is a great singer. He's saying hello. Well, look forward to meeting you, Eddie. Look forward to meeting you. We'll end up doing a show together, all of us, someday, when the world says, come back down to the Paramount in, in uh, Asbury Park and have some fun. This is delicious. Holy shit, that's good. Mm. Folks, we don't kid around about food. Especially the Italians in New Jersey, unlike the people up there in Italy. <laughs> Every Tuesday night, Johnny Salami, to this day, won't tell us his real last name. Mm -hmm. So we think it's Salami with an I. He makes great sub sandwiches. Hero Kings of Nutley, New Jersey, 132 Franklin Avenue in Nutley, the phone number is 973-661-3095. I want you to call anybody, even a guy from Italy. Gigi, make sure you call. Use your long-distance phone. And say, you want the number four. But you got to scream it, number four! 
And then don't go get it. Just piss him off. It's hilarious. You can do it. <laughs> and he'll know that you're going to go get it anyway because if you don't, he'll find you. He's friends with Gigi from Italy. <laughs> www.herokingstheherokings.com Theherokings.com The number four sandwich is mine. It's my name, the Mike Marino sandwich. But not only does he have great sandwiches, great foods, he's a catering company, and he brings it to your house. On February 2nd, I was doing my podcast live from my mother's basement, and it snowed so hard that my oh. guest didn't show up. And the guest was Artie Hoffman, who was a psychic, and he didn't come. And I just wanted to know what kind of a psychic didn't know he wouldn't have come because he's a psychic. He should have just been the weatherman, at least for that moment. But he canceled a couple hours before the show, so I don't know what kind of a psychic he could be. Because I knew he wasn't coming, and I'm not a psychic. I just said, oh, look at the snow. I guess Artie ain't coming. But out of nowhere, there's a knock at the door. And it's Johnny Salami. But I didn't know it was Johnny Salami. I thought it was just the wind. So I was talking to people on the show, and they were texting Johnny saying, open the window and bang. Mike knows you might be there, but he doesn't know for sure because the snowdrift in the front of the house was so big he couldn't get in. <laughs> so he came around the back, and he slipped and fell on the ice, and somehow a pizza appeared in the basement. you got to love these stories. That's I'm actually telling the truth. That's amazing. He fucking showed up with all his food. He's a good man. He brought me a pizza and some uh, garlic knots. Yeah. Now, I don't think they have them at, at the Hero Kings. No, no. So he obviously went to a pizza place nearby, and he came in because he was watching his show. I was talking about, I'm alone on my birthday. He makes his way in the door. Now, why didn't the psychic see that coming? Why didn't the psychic call me up and go, I see pizza in your future? But he didn't. And that's right, Debbie. Uh, Johnny Salami came through. <laughs> Mike, you're funny as hell. Make America Italian again. I grew up in Gaeta, Italy. I know Gaeta. It's a beach area. It's next to Sperlonga. No, but I don't know about Italy, Gigi. Oh, he's still fucking writing. My name is Gianluigi. I'm from Torino, and I'm a 35-year-old man. And you know how much is Italians hate it when you call it gabagool. It's called capicola. <laughs> okay, Gianluco, uh, one of your friends from Italy in Gaeta is saying how much fun he has. And I don't know why we call it Gabagool, but my mother was born in Duronia, Campobasso, and she called it Gabagool. If you want to call my mother, I'll have her call you first, and you could talk it out from there. Can I ask you one question there, Giovanni, and everybody else would like to ask this question too? What the hell are you so mad at? We're having fun. Why don't you come over? Talk with everybody. Enjoy your life. Yeah, relax a little bit. You speak good English. You know, i got to read it twice before I know what you say, but it's good. Thanks for watching. Hey, I'm running for president. <laughs> All right, anyhow. He was better than the U.S. Post Office. Rain, sleet, snow. That's right. Johnny Salami came when, at the day that the post office wouldn't come. Watch this. He forgot to say he's thirsty for attention. Of course he is. He says you give him a cappuccino so he can relax. <laughs> Easy, Stephanie. I'm old school. Post office. Now I got people arguing with each other on the show. <laughs> Don't argue with them. Argue with me. We're having fun. This is all about getting a laugh. We're going to talk about where we're going to perform again soon. And then I'm going to bed because tomorrow I got a very big appointment to get acupuncture and to find out if I'm still a jerk off after tonight's show. So tell us where are we going to get to see you, if we can at all, basically on the internet right now? Yeah, I think yeah, the internet's the only thing that like you know videos and I just did a vi my daughter actually directed her first music video. She did it for me. She's uh, my daughter Julia is a great, she, just amazing at, at everything like that. She's very creative. Um, she did my most recent video for me. I was surprised. I, How old is your daughter? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, and she yeah she did an amazing job. We did it really quick because we couldn't really go anywhere. No one would allow us to film anywhere, but uh, it was great. So. Those are the things I'm going to keep doing, more videos, writing more songs, releasing stuff. My management company is trying to license it to film and television. And once this is over, we're going to play more. Um, you know, hopefully, I, I actually had an audition this morning um, for uh, a new, it was a Disney Pixar film. Um, and for one of the voices for one of the movies, 
so I'm just doing everything we can right now. You know, this you could do a lot of things from home. I'm trying to do yeah. as much as many things from home as I can. Um, and we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I just can't wait to get back out there, get my guitar around my neck and start Are playing. Are playing O'Brien's Pub in Northvale? Of course! Yeah, that's... that's one that, of your that, fans that, is saying. Yeah, that's because... Yeah, O'Brien's Pub in good old Northvale, New Jersey. They have a, they have a great little uh, pub down there. And uh, we, we, there's a lot of drinking going on, a lot of music, um, and uh, a lot of fun, so... I know I miss performing. I'd love to get on stage. But Arthur and I are sharing the stage next Sunday night, or this coming up Sunday yeah, night. Yeah, this Sunday, 28th. This comes Sunday night, February 28th at 7 o'clock, the not-so-late show with me, Mike Marino. I'm doing a show now that's kind of like the Tonight Show. I will come out. I will host the show. We have a comedian that's going to be on the show. Her name is Jacqueline Marfuji. She says, Gabagool, Gino, in case you're watching. And Jacqueline Marfuji is very, very funny. She's also going to be with me at the Count Basie Theater on March 20th when we come out for the 9.30 show. So she's going to be hanging out with us. And then she's Arthur. Good. Yeah, yeah you like good. her work. Yeah, I checked out her work. She's really good. And then Arthur's going to come out and sing some songs. I was hoping you'd do the whole acoustic thing. We're going to mm -hmm. do it right over there. Yeah. And then some original songs or whatever you feel like doing. Yeah, I'll do uh, all the newest original stuff, do a few, few things that, uh, yeah. We're also going to do some comedy skits too, and we're gonna we're gonna rope Arthur into one of the I'm jokes always, if you don't mind. I'm always in. We're gonna be, and then we we'll do a big curtain call and do something. And who knows what we're gonna look like because tomorrow we're gonna go over to the Barometric Chamber, whatever the hell it's called, and get some. So we're gonna get knifed. See now they <laughs> now they have uh, <laughs> acupuncture. Back in the day, you got knifed in the neck. Not Gigi, he didn't like that, but we. <laughs> We're going to do some quick shout-outs, and then we're going to say goodnight, and we're going to get going. I actually have some really good shows lined up, and I'm hoping someday we'll be on stage together other than what we're doing here on February 28th, the Not So Late Show. Looking forward to it, man. Friday 5 of March, 6th of March, I'm going to be in Northern California, actually. So we're doing outdoor shows in front of a bunch of parked cars in Montclair, California. On uh, March 11th through March 14th, I'll be at the Tropicana in Las Vegas, Nevada, inside the Laugh Factory. There's two shows every night. We're doing a whole social distancing thing, but don't forget, March 11th through March 14th, that's the Tropicana, Las Vegas, Nevada. Come on out, my Las Vegas friends and fans. We're going to have some fun. I hope it's nice and warm out there. On March 20th, two shows, but you can only come to the second show. I'm going to be at the Count Basie Theater in Red Bank, New Jersey. That's the Basie.org, where your brother works, right? Yeah, our brother runs uh, a lot of their theater programs uh, besides his own. He has his own school that did so well. They asked I'm, him, you know, I'm really hoping I get to meet your, your, meet your brother. You'll love him. He's a great guy. Great Folks, guy. if you're in the area, the Count Basie is not just the theater where they put on shows. There's a lot of great things going on over there. A lot of great restaurants in that area, and if you want to take a class, uh, you're going to meet his brother, or maybe right. a lot of people who work down at the Count Basie. So that's the Count Basie on March 20th. 7 o'clock show sold out, 9.30 tickets are still on sale. Uh, March 27th, I'll be at the mansion, the mansion in Mountain Lakes, New Jersey. That's the mansion in Mountain Lakes, New Jersey. April 1 through 6, I will be at the Off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples, Florida, so I'm going to go get my son on. And then on April 9, 10, and 11, I'll be at the Boca Black Box in Boca Raton, Florida. If anybody want to watch it, want us to look at anything else that I'm doing, just go to MikeMarino.net. And of course, keep subscribing to the YouTube channel. We just went over the 5,000 subscriber mark. I want to go over 10,000 in the next couple of months. That's Mike Marino Live on YouTube. I want to thank my producer out in California, Tatiana Blueshell, for making this all happen. Thank you, Tatiana. Thank She's you. also the one that's making the show happen on the 28th. She runs the whole show. We want to do a nice big shout-out to one of the greatest YouTube channels that are out there right now, especially in Las Vegas, because that's where it's starting. The YouTube channel is TheVegasFix.com. That's TheVegasFix.com. My friend Bonnie Pasqua is the producer. She's creating this uh, podcast slash YouTube channel, which features celebrities, TV personalities, food, cook, anything that's going on in Las Vegas, especially when I get out there. I'm going to go on the show. If Arthur goes out there, he'll get to go on the show. That's the way we mix and match all these great contacts, and we bring our sponsors out there as well. And here's a show that I want everybody to take a look at. 
all Italian female entertainers. Hey, Gigi, you watching? Yeah. They're all from Italy. <laughs> Don't fucking dummy. <laughs> On March 7th, are you listening? I'm plugging somebody else's show. I hope she's watching. Festa Bella Donna. I'm sure Gigi got a problem with that name. It's probably too English for him. Like Gabagool. The International Women's Day present the Italian-American females in showbiz. Festa Bella Donna featuring Tara Canestracci, Regina DiCicco, Vanessa Rachi, Jenna Esposito, Michelle DiPietro, and Michelle Malazio. Could their names get any more Italian, Gigi? <laughs> I got to piss this guy off just a little bit. I'm sure he's having a problem with all that. March 7th at 6 o'clock, go to MetropolitanZoom.com. Do you know Metropolitan? I don't, actually. No. There's this thing called no. Metropolitan Zoom. So let's say you and I wanted to go to that theater mm -hmm. with nobody in the theater. We put on a show and right. people watch it on the internet. Oh, nice. So if you want to watch their show, MetropolitanZoom.com. That's March 7th at 6 o'clock. I condone all of that. Look at them all writing. Festa, Bella, Donna, yay. That's uh, Laura Brunetti. It's nice to see you. Jim McCain. Go crazy, Montego. Oh, man. Check that out. Somebody's writing in from the 80s. <laughs> uh, folks, we hope you had a good time on tonight's show. I want to thank my special guest, Artie, author, Columbino, for coming down to the basement, hanging out, having some fun with us. And I want to thank everybody else for watching, listening in. Don't forget, this show repeats itself on all um, uh, iTunes places like iTunes, Google, Spotify, Anchor, Italian American Radio out of oh, New wow. York City, DDV Radio out of uh, Houston, Texas. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and that's it. And if you want to be on the show, not a problem. Anybody can write into the show. I'd love to have my friend Gigi from Italy come down to the basement and talk with us, too. All you have to do is write my producer, Tatiana Blueshell, at MikeMarinoEntertainment at gmail.com. Tell her you'd like to be on the show and the reason why we should have you on the show. And we'll have you come down here. We'll give you a free mask. We'll give you a couple sandwiches, unless you're from Italy and you don't like gabagool. My name is Mike Marino. Let's make America Italian again. Remember, you don't know nothing, you don't see nothing, and you don't say nothing. And how do I end every single one of my broadcasts by always saying the same thing? Mm. Ready? Don't, don't take, take no shit, shit from, from nobody. nobody. <laughs> Good night. Thanks for listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. Make sure you log on to all my social media at Mike Marino Live on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.